All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Salty Show, where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and everything in between. On this episode, the Iowa caucus. What happened? Losers, winners, the good, the bad, the evil. And we're also going to dive into, um, should we, uh, uh, this is actually the, the article that you sent me, Heidi, which is, yeah, should we do our own research? <laughs> we're going to discuss that a little bit in, in late here. All that and more on this episode of The Salty Show. Who do we got with us today? What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Timmy, two times in the house. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. This is Heidi. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy, and welcome to our world. All right. Let's dive right into this, guys. So the Iowa caucus, uh, we, we we discussed it a little bit in length. We uh, I think we were a little bit unfamiliar. Uh, I And I did this week, I did my own research on the, how the <laughs> it worked. And uh, I think we're coming a little bit more... Uh, knowledgeable on the on the on how it works the process anyway but what happened so uh the state uh, first state that votes they they have a caucus they go in everybody speaks whatever it's actually pretty interesting i i watched a full length one you know i was like watching them discuss it and and people you know would go up there and make a case for their candidate and at the end of the everybody goes in and and they vote but guess how they vote folks <laughs> with paper ballots actually they write the name in on a freaking piece of yeah. paper and then they count it it's, i think that's how it really then should the, be then yeah. the results yeah are only available online so it's like a hybrid Weird. yeah exactly i mean i think they count it right don't they count it right then and there they have somebody counting it and then they the people who are there they know yeah right i mean like they can they can validate i think it's it's a little bit more secure but to your point you know at the end of the day well, it does go into computer right. systems. Yeah. so the dems did it in 2020 and uh same thing. I mean, it was a complete disaster. So that's yeah. why like Iowa wasn't first. Right. And that's why they just, they did a complete mail in and they'll announce it super Tuesday, but they tried doing the online thing. And I think they were just preparing for what was going to happen in 2020. In well, it, it was all that uh, COVID bull crap. That was, yeah. Anyway, but so they did the online thing, like did the caucus with the online. No, because you remember COVID wasn't there yet. COVID did not, was not oh, you're in right. January no, 2020. Yes. Oh, not January. Yeah. Not Jan no, no. Yeah. But no. Yes, it was. Was it? No, it wasn't. No. no lockdown. They started locking everybody down in March. But wait, it wasn't on. a thing. China was locked down. Oh, that's right. It was the previous year. Yeah, so that was I remember. 20, 20, early 2020. Yeah, uh, right. end of Q, you know, middle of, yep. uh, at the end of Q1, March of like, March no, 12th, you're right. You're right. 14th wow. is when everybody, the official lockdown started. Well, you know what? what that's spread. interesting, Tim, because to me, that tells me that they were already preparing, you know, it's, this is a freaking yeah. psyop, you know, yeah. they were just preparing people for, you know, oh, we're going to do everything online and, and that way they can cheat. <laughs> anyway, so what happened? I mean, what were the results? So Iowa voted for Trump. I mean, the Republicans, uh, technically there, they can, anybody can vote is, is it? Yeah. So that, that's another interesting thing because even with the, the way that, and you better believe that a lot of people were switching their votes. I think New Hampshire can do that, right? You have yeah. to think, if you're a, if you register Republican and you go, you can vote for a Democrat. They have an open primary, so anybody can vote. So yeah. Dems can go and vote in the Republican primary, and that's where everyone's like, "Well, that's why DeSantis ain't even trying because Haley's already going to win." Do in the Iowa caucus can can if you're a rep Republican, can you go into a Democrat caucus and you can vote? switch your party day of? You can switch your party day of. Wow, 
That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and hey, that happened to Haley. That all the most of her votes came from Dems, and she wound up winning one of the counties late by like one vote oh, or something like yeah. that. Johnson County, one out of ninety nine right counties. County. Yeah, County is like insane. flipped at the end. Apparently, wow. I didn't go deep into it, but I saw a lot of people you like this ask bullshit. Jeremy? Well, I was going to ask. Uh, so in Iowa, they did a, a caucus, right? Instead of a primary election. And you said anybody can vote. So how is it different than voting? Because like in some states, if you're not, if you register as a Republican, you can only vote for Republican yeah. uh, candidates. No, no, I understand that. But what, what's the difference between them voting as part of a caucus versus voting in a primary election? Well, it's the process, right? So in the caucus, that what they do is, uh, you know, when a primary, you know how when you go in Arizona, you go in, you go into the booth, you, uh, you know, and you, whatever, they give you a ballot, you vote. Right. There's nobody trying to persuade you. Whereas there, every, people go up and, and then they, they give a speech for the, their candidate. And then, well, then so at the end of the- where's the speech held? Huh? Where's the, where, where are these speeches In all these held? different little uh, precincts and counties, like they, they all, they all like, uh, you know, wherever you're registered to so, vote, that's where you're going to show up. And that's where they are. Every single one of these places okay. where they do that. They, people go to the polling place. Yeah. Po- po- yeah. Sure. Polling place. Casting their vote. There's people in there saying, hey, vote for yeah. so-and-so because they did this for me and they're great and I love them and yay, kumbaya, right? right. Yeah, it's a debate. So the, the only difference is. There's debate, people but. in the polling places expressing their opinion about who you should vote for. Right. right. Trying to convince you. Yep. All right. Yeah. So that's the difference between a primary and a caucus. It's kind of like how it used to be. Like caucus, like, like even back in the, the stone ages, like of America, like, I think that's how they used to do it. Like they all used to go in and say, this is why you should vote for this guy. This is our guy. And then, well, you know, see, they, this is going to, this, and I'll bring that this up later, but, uh, this is why I think that that whole idea of doing, you know, uh, uh, dissuading people from doing their own research, like this article from the Washington Post was trying to do, right? Because think about it. There's a lot of people who really don't do their own research. They look at a person and like, ah, he looks pretty. Because it, 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 think about it. Who was a, who was that guy? Was it? Um, oh my God, the guy who was in a wheelchair, Roosevelt? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FDR? FDR? Was it, he was, and this was sort of like right before the TV becomes like a major thing. And, you know, they had to keep him away from like the cameras every time he, the camera to, to make it seem as if he wasn't, you know, in a wheelchair. Now with advent of the TV, like that was gone because people are like, oh, he looks like a decent guy. And it's like, well, no, what was it? What was the message? What was behind what was, what he was saying? And so now in the age of television and media, you know, a lot of that has gone out, out the, the, the door and you have to be, you know, anyway. So I think it, in my opinion, it, it, it was a good thing and it is a good thing that we should bring back. Um, not maybe necessarily the entire way that they do it, but one thing that I did like was, you know, do, having, writing it down and voting in, 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 make it, make these places smaller so that you're voting around people who you are your neighbors and not these massive yeah, Tim. No, no, I'm letting you finish. Yeah, yeah, not not all these massive precincts that that are out there. Right? How so? How big? I I I, I don't know this. Maybe you guys know because you used to you did volunteer work for the poll, the polling places. How big of a district is it? Is it ten square so, miles? hundred. So you got to remember now. You got to remember. Arizona used to be precincts where you would go right around the block from you to your precinct. Right? Like I'm I'm in mm-hmm. the Ponderosa. I'm in the Ponderosa district. Right? So. At election time, they would be, whether it's a church, whatever, wherever that precinct voting was, it, was, it usually was at Washington Elementary School, right? 
that we would have yeah. to go, right? So we'd go around the block, go down there because it's in my district. And the only things you can vote for in your district, your ballot was for your uh, precinct, right? Your district for LD2. I'm in LD2. It was originally LD20. So the only things I would see on my ballot are things pertaining to that. I couldn't be in Mesa and get my ballot. Now with the new thing, with the new voting center that came in play in 2018 on DeFantes is you could be anywhere in Maricopa County and get your specific ballot. So that's where it causes a lot of chaos on election day, because I could be out in Tempe and be like, ah, you know what? My job's right here. The voting place is right there. I don't feel like going across town. I'm here. I'll go on my lunch break. Right. See, Tim, uh, so that's where the concept of the voting center, and it, they took it away from precincts and moved it into this big, see, grandiose. Th- this is where the, this the, that's where they thrive. They thrive in right. chaos, Tim. Yes, because see again, How you see somebody, you, see, you know, it, because because if you like, for example, you know, yeah, and, and maybe not necessarily as much today. Uh, you know, I mean, I put, but a lot of people know their neighbors, right? You know, you 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 recognize people, or whatever. It was smaller. You know, what I mean, like somebody who's. Not from around here, it kind of got like, well, who, who, who's this person? Now that we become massive cities and all this thing, it's kind of hard. You, you can't tell, like, who, you know, or, or you've gone into ICE already, or, or you know, things like that. You know, things that, that that could be that could be suppressed, cheating that could be suppressed if if it was more localized. So to that point, last Saturday, because you know, I'm a, you know, as being a precinct committeeman in Maricopa County, and once a year you have your Maricopa County. Uh, mandatory, you know, Maricopa County Republican Committee, right? For precinct committee meeting, right? Once a year. And we vote the member at larges, we vote for bylaws, resolutions, things like that. So we had a race of 10, eight to 10 people, right? For member at large. You know how we did it? They gave us, they gave six ballots for everything we're going to vote on, individual, right? Six pieces of paper for six ballots, but you know, because the, the member at large can go up to four, right? The paper was a specific uh, water stamp. Uh, it was water stamp paper with specific fibers in there. You couldn't see anything unless you shined the light on it. We, they hand counted 2,500, over 2,500 ballots in less than, um, less than an hour and a half for voting with member at large. First time ever at Maricopa County meeting that member at larges were selected first round all paper ballots all hand counted they had a they had a hundred people volunteering to count they had specific tables and everything and they had a camera they had cameras in there so as you know we're going on to the next you know thing of business after we did our first round of voting then we started talking about bylaws and all this crap everybody was able to watch the ballots being counted like it was right there on the tv actually it happened so they uh, the talliers voted then they went to the back and we all started voting. They took the ballots back to the back room and we all broke for lunch. And by the time we got back from lunch, about 20 minutes later, we had the results. So really about an hour and a half. But it was all transparent. Everything. 2,500 ballots, all hand counted. This is how it should be done. But I understand when you, the problem with the voting, see, this is the problem with the voting centers in Arizona. I know we're a little bit, we're going a little left, but the problem with the voting centers is you can't count the ballots for your dip, for your precinct because Oh, I got a ballot for CD8. I got a ballot for LD5, LD6. You know what I mean? For everywhere all over Maricopa County. But if you went back to the precinct strategy, right, of voting, you could do all that voting same day, tally it up, send it down to the to the to downtown for them to verify it all, right? This is the preliminary results, right, that we have. Now send it downtown. 
it better be close because if there's a big discrepancy, somebody's cheating. We got to redo the election. Right. And, you know and, what and, I mean? And another thing that I think that it adds another layer of validation there is that, say, for example, everybody, cut to your point, everybody's watching, right? Everybody sees as they're, as they're counting. Okay. There's a number that goes from that precinct where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. And if that any, anywhere in between, like when people see the results from when they left, people can be like, well, hold on, hold on, guys, because before the ballots officially left or whatever, whatever and went back to where you guys are going to, whatever, make it digital and so they, the network's going to have it. Um, what, what's the discrepancy there? And so that prevents that, that level of cheating. So I, 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 again, I like the idea that's how it should be done. We, you should know that night. None of this fucking stop counting in the middle of the night because no, yeah, and it was all was, bullshit. It was all bull crap. This is yeah. this is insanity, dude. The way the level amount of cheating and I, we, let's get into the show. Let's bring it back, reel it in. I, I did want to talk about it's just his landslide victory. This guy, uh, I don't think it. Uh, who was Dole? Dole, I think, was the last guy who uh, won. Uh, he, he was, you know, the last guy who won. It, this. this was the largest victory ever. It was the largest victory, Iowa. and nobody yeah. nobody wants to. Admit that, right? Like this is the news media. Oh my God, you should have seen him. Uh, who was it? Um, Rachel Maddow. And Maddow. She was like, I can't. Oh she was God. like, I can't even. I don't because obviously the guy won. He won big. It's newsworthy. You would think, right? It's newsworthy. The guys, let's 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 talk to the guy who who's the first guy to win this big. Like, how how did you do it? You know, tell us your game. Nothing. In fact, what they did was uh, they have him in court all fucking day. Uh, they do, Tim. Um, I know. I know. And then, and he, but this guy, he's smart, dude. He, he, as soon as, as soon as he leaves court, he goes to campaign and then he's right back in the morning, back to the court. This is, I don't know how he's doing it, dude. This guy is, anyway. He's, he's built differently. This guy's built differently. This guy is right. And and they want to say like, that's why when I, when I hear Republicans talking about, oh, he's too old, he's too old. Dude, I, no old person's doing that. Like, you know, uh, I'm I, not doing that. No, dude, and he, <laughs> 40 and, years younger and, than and him. then he goes out and, and holds a rally and he talks for like an hour and a half, 30, uh, sorry, an hour and a half to uh, two hours. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm, I, I'm watching his freaking speeches and he, he's the same guy, you know, he goes rambles on. That's what I like about him. This guy's so <laughs> criticizes the talker. judge. He's a talker. Yeah. I mean, oh, he, he comes out of the courtroom. He comes out of the courtroom. He's like, yeah, the radical judge in there. He's a Clinton appointee. This guy's a crook. He's this. And I'm sitting there like, and they he's like that. We learned that this fucking girl lied under oath today. Or she, this thing should be thrown out. I'm like, this don't guy know. don't give a fuck. Dude, you know, you know how you know how bad this shit is? Is that this judge, dude, uh Kaplan, whatever, from that oh, yeah. from that the same lady, dude, who's accusing him of whatever, uh sexual assault or whatever she's claiming. Well, now it's defamation. De- okay, defamation. But she started off with one thing. This is the same yeah. stupid lady who I, and I'm pretty sure we played it on the show, guys. The one yeah. that was said that that said, um, because uh, uh, she was uh with was it Don Lim? No, um the the gay guy from um CNN. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. So she was, she was on the show with him and he, he, you know, she's bringing up like, well, you know, and who can disagree that rape is wrong? He says, and she's like, well, well, a lot of people think rape is sexy. And then you see Anderson Cooper get, get, uh, no, Anderson Cooper gets like uncomfortable. He's like, all right, folks, we'll be right back. And it's like, oh, she's like, oh yeah. It's like, now this is a woman. This is a woman that this judge is entertaining. And and not only that. So, so I, I don't know if you guys heard that, uh, Melania Trump's mother passed away so trump's mother you know i guess mother-in-law um and she, they asked they asked the the judge you know um trump's attorney he, she's like 
hey, can we ask for a delay, at least a day so he can go to the funeral? And this is the level of evil that these people are. The judge says, well, the case is going to go on. He can go, but I'm not, you know, he, he, got, he has to choose with where he wants to go. And obviously Trump wants to be there so he can hear because he's very involved in, in, in all this stuff. And he likes to be involved, which anybody who's, you know, claiming their uh, innocence should be. And the judge yeah. is like, no, we're not going to make a, 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 a we're not going to delay this. And it's like, wow, dude, th these people are evil, man. They're evil. Yeah. yeah. There's so much hatred. TDS, right? TDS. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, this guy, he went from Iowa to New York City, from New York City to New Hampshire, yeah. from New Hampshire down to Palm Beach, Palm Beach back to New York, and then went back <laughs> to Palm Beach today for the damn wedding, dude. I mean, for the funeral. He's built differently. See, and this is, the, the, Tim, I'm, I'm going to emphasize this point because I'm, because I'm going to talk about, you know, the winners, the losers, yeah. and the fools uh, 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 for this Iowa caucus. Because again, Trump dominated this dude. DeSantis came in second. Haley comes in third. Ramaswamy last. Ramaswamy drops, does the right thing. But we're going to talk about that. One thing I, I did want to mention to your point, and again, the, the level of, of evil that, that these people are because he's doing all this dude on top of, and, and at the moment they're trying to take everything away from him. Everything. Like they're going after his business. They're going after everything that he has, dude. These people want to destroy him. And I was hearing, um, Megan Kelly, uh, she was in an interview with, uh, what's his name? Um, the uh, guy who, what, the guy who went on tour with, with, uh, Dennis Prager. We, I think we went to there anyway. And Cola? no, um, she was, uh, he, yeah, with Amcora, but the, uh, the other guy who was a moderator, I forget, he, uh, Dave Rubin. So Megan Rubin. Kelly's uh, uh, um, on a podcast with Dave Rubin and they're talking about this and, and Megan Kelly says, no, you know what this, this definitely shows is that Trump knows that he's got to win. He's got to win. And so to your point, Tim, as he's doing all this, like uh, the, all these flights that he's doing, uh, uh, staying active, barely sleeps. And, and I'm looking at a, at a DeSantis. And I'm thinking, dude, like you're, you're going to ruin your chances. And this is what I'm, I'm, I'm so angry at some conservatives right now who don't understand what we're fighting. And, 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 and he was, uh, DeSantis is the, was darling dude for, for a lot of conservatives, for, but I think he's ruining his chances right now. If he doesn't drop out after he loses New Hampshire, because what are you doing at this point? You know, are you vying for, for a, a vice presidential ticket? You know, I, I it just, it just, for well, all the Republicans right now who aren't on board, who don't realize that he's going to win. So what are you doing? Fucking wasting your goddamn time. You see what make I'm money off it. The consultants, every, these, everyone makes money off this, yeah. right? You know, it's like, you know, when it's like, when it's like when people tell the fat girl, oh, you look great in those pants. That's what, that's what politics is. Oh, you look great. Keep going. You know, you have 200 million left. Oh, we got to spend it all because they get rich off it. This is all a grift. Steve Cortez was one of the biggest Trump supporters, right? Always on war room, always. Boom. DeSantis is getting ready to go. He writes an article in Newsweek saying why he's supporting Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis is the, you know, is the savior of America. Right. Ron DeSantis gets obliterated in Iowa uh, two days uh, today or ye yesterday. Oh, guess who? Guess what? Steve Cortez writes an opinion. Oh, Donald Trump is the guy we need and everything. No, sorry. Back. You're done. You're, you're, you're off. You're off. You can vote for him. You can do whatever you want. You want to advocate for him, but you you don't have a place in this anymore because you grifted. You got you whether you got paid or what. You got it to the packs. You did your part. You made your money. You got whatever. 
you know, you, you help destroy his campaign. You try giving him the Trump. Because a lot of these people were all the insiders to some of Trump's campaigns or the stuff in 2020, the influencers that did. But now they're all oh, Trump this, Trump that. Oh, stop. Stop. Because that means you're complacent because then you supported him in 2020. You're saying he's the king of lockdowns, which we all said we don't agree with the thing what he did with the vax and COVID. But if you're going to say he's he's this, he's that, and then you find that, well, you guys all endorsed him in 20. Oh, that was well, different. We had we were fighting for this. For me, for me, stop. like I, I look stop. at those people who make that because that's the biggest thing that they have of lockdowns. But I, and I remember we we on the show, we criticized him for that. We did. I, I was like, he's listening to the wrong people. Some people are advising him. We criticized that the whole time. I, I remember yeah. Jeremy was on the first one. He was like, I'm not doing it. Anyway. Now, he, here's what I, why, what I say about that is and what, what pisses me off about these conservatives, to your point, that are, that are just grifting here at this point, is you know damn well they're going to come back around, right? You're, they're going to come back around to Trump because they're, they're going to have to. They're, really, they're, you're going to vote for, uh, I don't uh, You're not voting for RFK and you're sure as hell not voting for Biden. They're not. So, you're voting for your, either way, you know you're voting for your demise. Yeah. And again, I, like DeSantis, I like what he did in Florida. He was amazing. He was awesome. But he's ruining his chances right now, dude. And again, because if he loses big, and and to Trump's point, because he was making this point last night in a in a speech, and he was like, "I supported the guy. I supported him." And when we asked him, or when, or he actually he was he referenced a news interview, like, "Oh, are you gonna are you gonna run DeSantis?" Or are you going to support Trump? And he was like, well, you know, and this Trump's like, well, that's your answer. The answer is he's not going to support the guy who got him elected because he really did. I mean, nobody can deny that. He was way down at the polls until Trump backed him. And then that's when yeah. he won. And then not to show the same. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like after serving, what, one term or one and a half terms. And it's like, bro, like, come on. Come on. Like, yeah. it, like there's no, and, and I think that's there's no loyalty when I look at Trump. Politics, dude. Exactly. There's when no I look at Trump. I look at him and he, he looks at that. He says, there's no loyalty here. But, uh, you know, I think if DeSantis comes around, he'll, like, like everybody who's- he's, They're all going to come around. DeSantis will have a place in the cabinet. He might be nominated for AG or something like that. And when he endorses him, everybody will be all high. He'll be on stage with them. Yeah, he's the guy and I got his back and we squashed it. Blah, 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 blah. Just like they yeah. all do. Just like they all, because everybody wants a spot. Because once you're out of the spotlight, DeSantis- DeSantis is actually hurting Florida right now. They lost the mayorship in Jacksonville uh, a couple months ago. So that flipped from red to blue. They, uh, there was a special election uh, in Florida 35. I don't even know where the hell that is. Maybe one of those areas. That flipped from Republican to Democrat. And I think they barely squeaked out a, uh, an election uh, in South Florida. So it went from, oh, it's a full-blown Republican state to, wait a minute, man. You... you you got to keep the pedal to the metal, right? See, and when me, you're, I look at that, and I, th I think that's a DeSantis failure there because as governor, he could have been supporting these people. And instead, he's busy. Right. You're so worried about your state. And right. I, you know, how can you govern your state when since you've been elected, you haven't been in your state? And another thing, he barely won. It's not like he won by a lot, guys. Oh, no. This, no, this second time, he blew out. Charlie oh, DeSantis? Chris. But the first time when, yeah. Trump, when Trump supported him. Oh, yeah. When he went against Andrew yeah. Gilliam, yeah. He barely won. Right. But the that's second time, and they were like, oh, wait, we flipped. There's no no Democrats in in office in Florida, and boom! All of a sudden, they're starting to flip. So you gotta, uh, gotta again watch because that. I think I think a lot of Republicans look at the that that there's no loyalty there, right? And and again, look, I I always say, 
it's good that that there are these fights. There's there's internal fights because you know, uh, what, they, what they say, um, diamonds sharpens diamond, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so I understand <clears throat> that. I understand the fight. However, at at a certain point, it's like, you know, because he's not even going to Nevada. He's not even. Which are the next two? Nevada and New Hampshire. He's not even campaigning in in New Hampshire. No, he, South Carolina's next. So it goes New Hampshire, South Carolina. Oh, so and he then, skipped and then New Hampshire. To, but but yeah, he, he but, skipped. But he's not. He didn't even. Uh, go, yeah, go, he it, skipped that because that's Haley World. Haley, they they already have the plan for what Haley's going to do, having all the devs where, go in for Nevada? her. She's come to, you know, in New Hampshire, and then South Carolina's third, and that's where he's focusing his time. Right, but 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 he's not going to win. Trump is going to win. So what what is he doing? He, they feel that it, when, you know, it's an analytics, right? When you look at the analytics and the data, they, Bro. his campaign said you have a better odds of winning South Carolina or coming in second than you do. You're going to come in third in New Hampshire. That, it's Haley world. Okay. But then, but then Nevada, he's not even in the ballot in Nevada. I don't think, right? He gave up. I Nevada. don't even know. I, no, I think Nevada is also a caucus. Yeah, exactly. So he's not even going to, he's, I, dude, he's, it, done. It, he's done. Trump, he's done. Trump, he's Trump is the nominee. Look, right. we all know Trump is the nominee. The rest of this is just noise. Cause this is about positioning Nikki Haley. Cause this is what we, this is what we really got to get into. This whole thing is about trying to position Nikki Haley to be the VP. Because the donor, she has the donor money, and they're going to try to convince Trump. She's second. She's got the donor money. She brings, you guys can unite the party, blah, blah, blah. And basically, you just have Mike Pence, right? So that is a big problem. That is where the big contention in with the MAGA bases and then all the DeSantis people saying, it's already in the bag. Haley's going to be his VP. He's going to sell you all out, blah, blah, blah. He's not going to listen to you. But to what you just mentioned before, who dropped out of the race right after Iowa? Vivek Ramaswamy, right? Huge. You know why? Because Vivek went, people got to talk about this. Vivek went from zero to 8%. That's huge. That means you made. DeSantis went from, you know, 30, 35 down to 20. He, he lost, right? Haley, she dropped. He grew, but then he gets on stage with Trump. What does Vivek bring? He brings exactly what the we young, talked about last the week. The young. Yeah. The energetic. He's young, energetic. He's got his ears to the floor, uh, to the ground. He understands. He knows how to control the crowd. Remember how he brought the transgender people? Oh, come on in. Let's have a conversation. This is what's great about America. He brings that that millennial mindset to the campaign to help get that younger vote. Right? He's cool. Now he's not. He could go do his M and M stuffs on the campaign trail and you know be that guy. He's got a bright future. I don't think he'll ever be president, but he's got a bright future. Well, with Trump. that's what I want let, to let's get into then the of the what's next. Right. Because to your point, everybody's competing to become the vice president. Right. If, if this is if this is what this is. OK. Uh, so, again, the good, the bad, the ugly and the wait a minute. Did we consider this one? So the good one, I, I think the way that he to your point, um, he dropped out. I did want to play his speech. Um, because again, for anybody who doubted, right. And he might be according and see, he, I think what he, he made a mistake. He made a mistake. I think a week and a, a week and a half ago. What was that mistake? He, he tweeted, he retweeted, uh, something that somebody had posted about, uh, the dangers of voting, uh, for Trump. We all know how Trump is, dude. He's, you know, he's on Twitter. He's all day. And so he, he saw that. And obviously he's seen the competition. Or one of his advisors came up to him and told him, "Hey, look, this is what he just retwe- he retweeted this. Okay, he hadn't he hadn't attacked Trump personally up to this point. You remember that? And Trump, you mm-hmm. know, he was like, well, you know, his campaign was doing a lot of that stuff, right? 
But then Trump tweeted out something about Vivek is, you know, he's can't be, you know, he's not a true Republican. But, you know, he just went off, attacked him. That hurt Vivek. Because I think even if people who were going to vote for him, just to send a message to the establishment that, hey, uh, you know, I think that hurt him, dude. I think because he was anticipating uh, winning big. And he said it in, in his speech. So let me, let me play a little bit of, of his speech for you guys. I want, I want you to hear what, what he said. Now, it very well could be true that, you know, he's just a, a Trojan horse uh, in the, in the, for the Republican Party because, hey, we didn't know about this guy until recently. He just dropped. He's new. Same thing could be said about Trump. Dude, he was freaking uh, rubbing shoulders with, with uh, all these Democrats and crazy people. It's like, why, do, why should we trust him? And, which is the same. Why I didn't vote for Trump in the, in the primaries in 2016. I voted for Ted Cruz because I was like, I don't know this guy. I don't know what he, but after four years. And so again, this is how I, you know, I like Vivek. I like everything that he's saying, but you know, people might have a point that, Hey, this guy might again, not, not be true. But let me play what he said. Again, this is, it's, it's pretty short at his um, announcing that he's dropping. But to ours. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth. And this one's hard for me. I gotta admit this, but we look at it every which way. And I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. And the question then is, what do we do that is right for our country? And so Porv and I, we, we actually didn't make this contingency plan before everybody told us to. We said, no, we're not doing that. But we talked about it tonight. We took a little bit of time in our apartment in Des Moines before coming here to make some hard choices. And I wanted to make a couple of announcements tonight to get the business out of the way. And then I want to tell you where we're going. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. And this is going to have to be, there's no path for me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. And I think that I am very worried for our country. I think we are skating on thin ice as a nation. We have done everything in our part to make and done. Every one of us in this room has done our part to save this country. And I am so proud of every one of you who have lifted us up, but we're a campaign founded on the truth. And so that's why we've made that decision today. And I'm also making the decision that this has to be an America first candidate in that White House. As I've said since the beginning, there are two America first candidates in this race. And earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I congratulate him on his victory. And now going forward, he will have my full endorsement for the presidency. And I think we're going to do the right thing for this country. And so I'm going to ask you to follow me in taking our America first movement to the next level. It did not begin in 2016. It began in 1776. And for the next journey of this race, we are going to make sure that our movement is actually the one that actually leaves and saves this country in the next step. Again, he, he's, he's saying all the right things. And I, I, that's what I like about him. You know, so far, you know, um, I haven't heard him say, but, but again, he has an experience if that ma matters to people. Yeah. His wife well, neither did Trump in, the, in the, the White House, House would be exactly, unbelievable. Jeremy. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Tim, what, what did you say? His wife and Melania in the White House, that'd be like the hottest fucking... Uh, <laughs> Dude, all right, keep it, keep it in your pants. No, but you know, <laughs> like, to, to Tim's point, she's gorgeous. not only, I mean, she's not only beautiful, she, yeah. she's also very... I think she's a surgeon. Isn't she like some... Uh, yeah, she's something. I, don't, I mean, but she's just a real... I mean, beautiful. I mean, you could tell like she was genuinely crying, like mm -hmm. like she was proud of her husband, but you know, I, I, I had the son yeah. up there. I thought, she, I thought it was great. She didn't speak. You know, that's even better. You know, she stood by her man. I think one of the things that I, again, pro pros for, for a Vivek. Beauty in the White House. That's <laughs> is, again, he's successful and he, he's been a successful yeah. businessman. You know, he, he, he brings that skill. He's well, very well spoken. Um, he's very knowledgeable. He speaks great on the cuff. He, I don't see him stuttered, man. I, he's freaking solid, especially like. Because Trump, I'm not going to play this one, but go search for it. It's actually, Trump brought him up. I think this is the, he brought him up to speak last night in, yeah. in New Hampshire. Yeah. And he spoke and he spoke very passionately. And I, I like his energy. I like, I, I like it. Um, 
also he's been the only one who's defended Trump in the in the freaking debates. You know, so for any any and I think that's why a lot of Trump supporters were like, well, you know, Trump's going to win either way. I'm just going to vote for Ramaswamy, you know, just to send a message, right? But then after Trump attacked him, I think a lot of people say, well, all right, I'm going to drop this guy. Yeah, uh, Cernovich actually, um, Cernovich and Tim Cast and all those guys, they were out in Iowa, but uh, Cernovich, he actually started getting back into making movies because he was making money off all the <laughs> all the ex money. Went oh, back okay. and he's like, screw it, I'm going to start making money uh, movies. So he went out to Iowa and he started interviewing a bunch of the candidates and he did a drive along with uh, Vivek. DeSantis didn't wouldn't allow him, but so he spent a lot of time with, with Vivek and all over Twitter. He goes, this guy's the real deal. He goes, I understand, you know, all these, th he goes, remember, he goes, I was the first one behind Trump in 2015 before it was popular. I was that guy. And the reason why I started veering off was once he got in all those people that were MAGA, he went left and hired all the wrong people. But he goes, he goes, Vivek, he goes, he's a quick study. He goes, that was the best move that Trump did was bringing him up on stage, putting him on the campaign trail, you know, for the same things we're saying, quick study, he gets it. And if he's not sure about something, let's like, cause he, he wasn't sure about a lot of the trucker stuff. He wound up having a conversation with the truckers and he made that part of, and he integrated that into his campaign plan. Like, holy shit, I, I didn't understand this. I saw, yeah, and one thing I saw also was that he was very involved with a lot of the podcasts and not just prominent podcasts. Yeah. I'm talking about lowly, like not even political podcasts. Uh, I watched the, the, these guys who react to movies and stuff and, um, and music, uh, a, a group of black, uh, young black guys, like the oldest one's probably no more than 25, young, young guys. And he goes on their show. He goes on their show, I think, multiple times. He was even inviting them to go to New Hampshire with him. They were all bummed out that he had lost. Uh, but if you watch their videos as they progressed to conservatism, uh, you saw it as they were watching, you know, uh, uh, videos of conservatives like Ben Carson, you know, and, and they're slowly, you know, moving. And then here is a Vivek. And I think this is what he does now. A lot of people that argue against the Vivek, uh, running mate is that, well, he's inexperienced. And to Tim's, Jeremy's point is like, well, so was Trump, right? Politically. But another thing that they'll say is that, well, you know, he might bring the same MAGA movement that Trump is already has and he, and Trump needs to bring the moderates in. So maybe he, maybe he might not be a good choice. But what I say to that is, sure, he'll bring older moderates. But I think as far as the, you know, the, the younger crowd who usually statistically they're they're not involved, but a young guy like this, you know, he's, who speaks like this, you know, people compare him to a young Barack Obama, the way that he speaks. And whether you like Barack Obama or not, you could not take that away from him, that he was very well-spoken. He spoke, he said all the right things and he said it the right way. Right. Anyway. So that, to me, that's a, that's a pros and cons on Ramaswamy. And I wanted to also do one for DeSantis because he, it's inevitable. He's going to drop guys. He's not going to go all the way. I mean, even if we win South Carolina, like Trump's dominating everywhere else. That's the only, well, that's the saving grace, right? Because because I think it comes down to like part of it with the caucus, you win your delegates, right? Trump won all those delegates. So they all have delegate points now, right? So when you go to the convention, like, oh, Trump won all the states and he's got the delegates. So if DeSantis can like win South Carolina, you get so many delegates. So he can kind of maybe catch up because it's like more of a, 
more numbers, but I don't see a path, man. I, I really don't. I mean, I go to all these all these LD meetings and, you know, you see all the PC groups and all the P, like people that the activists and everything. Ain't nobody flying a DeSantis flag, dude. They like the guy. And they all say the same thing. Like, he's, you know, he should have waited his turn. And again, politics, there's no such thing as wait your turn. You got to seize the opportunity. He was hot. He jumped in. He thought he was going to capitalize on all the Trump things, all the indictments. And, and it backfired on everybody, to be honest with you. And then all the people, once he, he committed, you can't backtrack, right? So that's my, my pros and cons is I think when the money dries up and everybody deserts him and he's back to just looking around like, wow, I got everybody left me. Yeah, dude. Now you got to endorse the guy and you're going to have to get on stage, egg on your face, and you're going to go help him because you know why? Because you know it's the right thing to do. And you're going to get a cozy position, whether an AG nomination or a federal appointment to the bench or something like that, because he's a lawyer. He's smart. Guy's a, guy's a really smart guy. The guy is a very conservative dude. He started the Freedom Caucus. He was one of the founding members. Uh, the, a, he's, a lot he's of certain, things about him. A, what was he? Uh, in, in the military. He was in the Navy. He was a not, the guy uh, is the perfect yeah. candidate for presidency. He's that a typical, like every movie you've ever watched or everything you hear about a president. He's, he served like the country. Him. He's conservative. He's a family man. All this, 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 and this, and this. Right? It's just that he didn't, he didn't cater. He catered to the donor class instead of to the working people. And that's when people lost, got upset with them. But then he right. lost his donor to, to Nikki Haley. Okay, so right. let me, let's do like a little pros and cons here for DeSantis, because I think one of his biggest things is, you know, he especially by the way he won the second time around, is that he would bring that vote in, right? He, he supports Trump. He, he has, but then the question is, do we really think that Trump would lose Florida? No. And so, so, and, and to me, that was like, that's DeSantis's big thing, right? You want to bring somebody from a state that, that could help you. And that's when the argument is, can be made for say a Nikki Haley. Um, but I think the more, the longer that DeSantis drags this out, right? So again, I, I expect him to drop out after he loses South Carolina. Uh, and when if he doesn't, that uh, that's, let me look at here. That's in next month. Um, I think it's in the beginning of February. Yeah, it's next month. So a couple of weeks. Yeah. Early February. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll know. And remember, DeSantis can't be his VP because they live in the same state. You can't have two people in the same state on the ticket together. Technically. President. Sure. Why? Yeah. That's a law? I thought so. I don't think it's a law. I think it's a practice. Right. Because you want to vote. You want to get somebody who's from another state that's going to help you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so it's not a, it's not a law. It's just a, doubt, a recommendation. I, I don't know. Google I, it. Tim. Do your own research, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, what, another thing I think for a con for DeSantis is that it, Trump and hits him all the time on this. And you know, we we like to say, oh, Florida opened, but but did it really? Like Florida, was, you know, they did they did close down, and so Trump criticizes him on this a lot and how he uh, how he handled that, right? So. Uh, arguments could be made on, on both cases, but I think we played some videos of stuff that was happening out in Florida in the beaches and people being, you know, a guy by himself in the freaking mid middle of the beach, nobody else around him and he's being dragged by police. And it's like, what, what are we doing? Uh, and that, again, that was under his watch. And so he, he'll get criticized for that. Right. Uh, now I, I let, let's talk about a Nikki Haley ticket. Uh, ah, dude, I do not want to see a Nikki Haley, but 
there are some good points being made for for a, a Nikki Haley. Again, she's somebody from, you know, say a South Carolina. I think South Carolina would go for Trump, but you know, she brings in the the quote unquote minority, same as thing that Vivek would have brought in. But she brings in that. She brings in the the women, right? The women who are like, well, you know, maybe she, her at but, this but, moment. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like that. This okay, is Hillary if, Clinton. If people want to make that does. argument. Um, and and. Before she started running, she was she's she was supporting Trump for, for a while. Until she started, she made her decision to run. She was like, okay, well, she started criticizing. Him. Um, I don't know about her record with freaking foreign policy. I mean, Trump Trump praised her in New Hampshire. She was like, but then he's like, well, she couldn't make a deal. She she can't make deals, but she was good. Besides that, <laughs> it's like you know, uh, because he picked because that was a nominee. He she was the the czar to the UN or whatever. Mm-hmm. The de- he gave her a prominent position, right. so she was an ambassador. It, right it, by him bashing her is basically him saying, "Well, then I'm bashing myself." So I gotta be able to give her a con- I gotta throw a snide at her with the little compliment because I'm I I because that's praising myself for him being make you know she did a good job, but she sucks at the same time. Are these Middle Eastern parents that she has? Yeah, Indian. She's she's Indian. She's a real Pocahontas. <laughs> no, she's not. I know. It's a joke. She was Indian. I think from she India. changed her name from, and her husband. India. She made her husband. I think she changed her no. husband's name too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like his she, first name. Yeah, her, her last name Haley. is. A, no, no, no. It's not. It's not Haley. She she uses uh, not her um, Indian name. She changed right. her name. Her parents were her parents are Ajit Singh Randhawa and Raj Kaur Randhawa. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm again, they're from, them, from but... India. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. He's like trying to pronounce Raheem, it. Raheem Kassam just actually. <laughs> he's he ten years old. <laughs> he's like Nimrata Haley. <laughs> oh, I like. She'll be fifty-two on the twentieth of January. <sighs> he's clowning her being an Indian too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's dot not feather though, so make sure. Now here's That's I, why I said I, Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's actually Asian, but I, I we get you. Okay, whatever. Um, so let me, uh, Tim. I want to put this by you, and I don't know. I, I don't know if she's even on the list. I don't know if she she even show up. But this is somebody who, um, uh, again, I, I think she's she's native from Hawaii. Nope. Why do you think don't not? Like her. No, no, no. But what I'm telling you is, think about it. Uh, in a, how would it how would it a ticket like that look? I know you don't like her. No, I mean I like, but here's the thing: she's still a socialist at heart, right? So you don't, it, it, you know, it, just because you oh I'm a Republican now, all right? Anybody can say I'm Republican, but okay, let's look at those issues. I don't think she's come out as Republican, or or but, she seems or she seems a little bit more moderate, right? Based on where the party's going. But here's the thing: this is what the problem is. Democrats go all the way to the right, then somebody comes and it's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, she's a Democrat or, you know, she's a moderate conservative. They're in the middle. But all they did was just take the, the Democrat policies from 10 years ago that were moderate, that everybody said were extreme. Do you and then, follow her? I, I, I do, but so, I, she, so she says has a lot a, of good things. She but has a TikTok, I don't, and, and I, I, I follow her on TikTok. Who are you guys talking Tulsi about? Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. No, Tulsi Gabbard now oh. from Hawaii. She's a former right. congressional okay. so, woman from... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're talking about Nikki okay, and you're talking about now. Gabby. And I'm oh, like, no, we, right, we, we, just, yeah, we moved on. Nate. You to, yeah, we moved on. You need to say her name. But Tulsi Gabbard is... Uh, sorry, because I said Hawaii and so I figured... 
Sorry, Jeremy. No, Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii. She's also a veteran. Uh, you know, she, I watch her TikTok. She's always criticizing the Democratic Party. And uh, lately, I mean, she's going after Biden. She's going after all. Of them. I like that. Um, but again, to your point, Tim, it's like, we don't, we don't know, right? Is this an act? Is this real? I, I don't see somebody putting all that stuff. I'm okay with her going bashing a party. By all means, keep bashing your party, do your TikToks, get those young voters, open their eyes. But that doesn't mean you become a VP candidate. Sorry. I just, I want, if you're going to be a VP, you have well, to be an America First you, candidate. You, I can't well, have see, another Mike Pence. People are going to vote. Can't have for, another Mike Pence. Yeah. But people are going to vote for Trump. They're going to vote for Trump, right? They're going to, I mean, and, and, and this is the thing. So he's thinking about it, this from a strategy standpoint. How can I win at least a certain percentage of votes for people who like her, right? Because, and, and so that, that's what he's thinking. He, he, dude, he dominated the Iowa caucus. The Republicans are solidly that. behind him. Yep. Yeah. You, you guys keep talking about the vice president, you know, the, what, yeah, the vice president nominee, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Affecting people actually voting for the president. You think that if Trump were to, grab somebody let's say vivek that no matter what well i guess gabber would be a better example he decides he's gonna go with gabber do you really think that the people who support gabber are gonna vote for trump just because she's vice president so is that i, I would thing? i would ask you the opposite is there a candidate that trump could select that would tell you i'm out i won't vote for him and and if your answer is yeah, there's uh, like if he votes, he he puts on Hillary Clinton on her and his ticket. I'm, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Um, well, yeah, but Tulsi Gabbard. So hold on, she jumps parties. I I, I don't think she's officially jumped. She left the Democratic Party. Yeah, she. But, yeah, so but but her policies were very socialistic. My qu I I just yeah, I want to know the vice president, you know, the nominee for vice president, whatever the. I think it does bring in the people. Yeah, Jeremy. Mike Pence brought in a lot of that Midwest. You well, know, think good about the Christian... people who didn't know Trump. People th yeah. didn't know Trump, and they're like, "Well, what kind of guy?" Okay, well, at least there's a there's a vice president there who can hold him in check because he still has access to all the information that the president does. Yeah, right. And so a lot he of people look at that. Control or sure. authority. Sure, but he's right. A, but I, I, I would really deals. like to know how how much of an effect. The vice president. You think it's you know, ne negligible? Well, a See, lot when they killed Trump. Well, no, no, no. I'll, I'll say, I'll say this: a lot when, <laughs> when, when in some states uh, the winners win by maybe thirty thousand votes. I mean, or you know, so I, I know you could say it's negligible, Jeremy. Uh, the, that difference, but in some states, the way that it's been going lately, it's very close, and so that could be the ter determining factor is a, is the vice president. So think about it in, in swing states that you know it could they could go either way. Would selecting a candidate more moderate help him out in gaining some of those votes? Right, I think it does. And so that this he's got to work think for Biden outside the cheating. I mean, from a Biden from a Biden rah rah perspective, that's why they put Kamala on the ticket because even though she's a very unlikable person, but from a national scale, people that outside of California that didn't know anything about her, they started liking her. Right, you know she. Oh, she's hip. She's cool. She's one of the people. She seems not. I mean, she did get. She did help garner some vote and get out there. She brings some level of excitement. I don't think so. I think she's the most boring person in the world. But that's just me. But I'm not a Democrat voter. But when you hear people talk about her now, 
They're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm okay with her. She became president. What? What? But this is how brainwashed they are. Wait, you talked to people who said that? Yeah, I've talked to people that said, oh, she's good. And people are racist for not liking, oh, okay, that's where you oh, lost. Shut right? The fuck up. But, right. But, but at least with back in the day with Pence, right? He was a moderate, right? Yeah, he might have said America first, but he was a swamp guy. So you had the swamp vote. You got a lot. They do bring in money. They have to fundraise still. They have to bring in money for the campaign. So when every vote, every dollar that Mike Pence brings in, that goes to the Trump-Pence campaign. So you have to bring in people that can bring in big money as well. So this is why they're saying that they're trying to get Haley because she's got that money, big donor money. And if I'm Trump, I don't want that because now you're owing people. You're owing people. It was so bad. Okay, look, I, just to go on a little bit tangent, it was so bad. At Davos this week, Jamie Dimon had an interview, right, with CNBC. And he goes, look, it was yesterday, right after the Iowa caucus. And he goes, I love him, I hate him. He goes, think about all the things Trump said. He goes, yeah, he mean tweets. Maybe his delivery was a little off, but his, but his message goes, he was right about a lot of things. He was right about China. He was right about the virus. And someone's like, oh, the China virus? He's like, kind of. He called it out. You know, he goes, a lot of his yeah. policies were right. And he goes, people, that's what re- it started, it was really resonating with people because with all the chaos, uh, t- tell them who his he, he is. It, he message like the and CEO of JP Morgan. What, what was it? Yeah, JP Morgan yeah. Chase that just got $32 yeah, yeah. million. Dollar, like, you could tell the people were so uncomfortable by what he was saying. They were like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah because. <laughs> He's trying to get a job for the Fed so he could just bankrupt the rest of the country. But anyway, but it's true. When you talk to people, I, I'm sitting there talking to all these people at this thing that I never talked to. And you hear them all and you hear the conversation you chime in. That's why they love Trump. They loved his message. Even though he didn't really get a lot done, you know, I mean, with all the back and forth and everything. But he had what the right mean? policy for him. No, but. I mean, he didn't get rid of all the immigrants in twenty in his presidency. Nineteen million people did illegally cross into this I'll country. I'll tell you this: uh, no, he brought it down. If you look at the numbers, they they came no, no, down. But, but it's still nineteen million, right? Because right? nothing compared to this fucking guy. Uh, no, th- think about what he was fighting. He was fighting that federal deep state, and, and so Everybody. and so like, I, I, look, I, I'm with you. I think where, where he fucked up, and he still hasn't acknowledged it because he's that that's his character, right? Um, again, for me, was the, how he handled COVID. He should have just been like, fuck you guys. And I think that was his instinct. But again, he has to stick to his guns because the second that, you know, they're, they're like, oh, see. Um, but I, I think I think a second time around, I think a second time around, he 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 will fucking wipe the floor with these people. And that's what I'm I'm hoping for. Now, as far as him not he didn't get a lot done. I mean, no wars during his whole no wars for the first time in I don't know how many Oh, that's to me the most like, important thing. The no economy wars, and no wars. Making making I, treaties. Uh, freaking Israel. Like like a completely we it, within a matter of three years we live in a completely different world, completely different world. Uh, and you know it, again you hear it all the time that, that people are struggling. The the state of the economy is not what it was. And I see videos of p- kids, young people who are entering the war, the workforce, and they're complaining. They're like. I, can't buy a house. I can't do this. I can't do. It's like what what is happening? And I don't I don't blame them. It's like it's but I do. They voted it, for it. Well, it sure. was all in the pot. You see, but, but this here's is, the deal. Again, let me. I'm going to get into this conversation too. Let me. Sorry, I'm going to I'm going to interject here. But, but this leads into the next conversation because it's easy for us to say, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, it, that we live in a world of of censorship 
and, 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 and knowledge control. And again, thank you, Heidi, for sending this article, because I was like, this is freaking great. This is such a great article. And I, the reason I say it's great is because it sheds light on how these people think. And the more I think about it, the more I think, I believe that they believe this, this mentality. Now, the quote, the article, and I read it. So the article that Heidi sends the group, uh, the title was doing, doing your own research is a good way to end up wrong, uh, by the Washington Post. Now, some of the key points in, in this article, all right. And, and we're, I, I think it's so important because to your point, Tim, you know, you say, well, let's blame them. Okay. Maybe I would have thought that a while ago, but I don't know now because dude, they're being pumped this shit in college everywhere. This mindset of believe, trust the experts, which mm -hmm. is what we did. And uh, I think COVID, the way the COVID experience was such a big eye opener for me because I think I would have said, you know what? Yeah. You know, my doctor tells me that I don't fucking trust them. None of them anymore. Cause all of them were fucking silent, pathetic. They just right. regurgitate. Okay. So, and, and, and this goes to show how, um, what, what is that? Um, D D E I diversity, equity, yeah. and inclusion. And not only that, you know, all this propping up of people who are not qualified, a non-merit-based non system is bringing the level of quality of everything down. And you see it not only in the companies that you work for, you see it when you go to the fucking grocery store and you're dealing with somebody who doesn't, it is like, oh my what God. the fuck is happening into this country, dude? No, and again, it is on so many layers, you interact with people who are not qualified for the positions that they're in. And, and, I'm, and I'm wondering, like, what is happening? Like, something, what is this? Okay, so the reason I want to bring this up is because I think this is important to talk about. The idea that somebody should be the gatekeepers of knowledge and understanding and just information, right? You're telling me, Washington Post, that you have to first you know, chew up that grass before you feed it in my mouth, that that's how this should work? That, that I, I cannot be exposed to other ideas that you don't filter out for me? But this is how I think, dude. And so I, I, again, this is why I, when I look at those people who come out and say, and you say, well, yeah, they fucking, they fucking voted for this. And I'm like, yeah, but, but we live in an ecosystem now where this is what they're, they've been getting for their whole lives. And so they don't know any better. And so I, I, while I agree with you, you voted for that in accountability, sure. But from our side, I think we should have a little compassion and understanding that this is it's a very different world that these people are gr growing up in. And, and we have to shed light on this. Okay. Go ahead. You want to say well, something? Sorry. I don't want to. Well, yeah. So how's that? This was what it was weird. I was going to segue into it without realizing it. Um, one of the reasons why I say they get, they deserve it is, it's not about the disinformation. It's about reading the actual information from the source's mouth that's not uh, censored, right? So we sat here. We did an episode during the, the, pre, the, 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 for the run-up of the presidential uh, with the debates and everything. We read stuff directly from the Biden-Harris uh, manifesto, okay? It was all in there, what they were going to do. Mm -hmm. I so, still have the newspaper article that right. shows, yeah. So we went through it. 
like at a high level with certain things. Yeah, but we and it told you exactly to. what it was going to do. But they, they watched the news and the news media didn't but, give but, them. But that. that's where I say when I say they deserve it, the information was there for you, and you chose not to do it. So you can't complain because you're not a free thinker. If you're a free thinker, whether it's right or wrong, if you believe socialism is great and you free think about that on yourself, and you can tell me why you think, with okay. You, I don't agree with you, but at least I know you're thinking on your own by researching and reading. But when you just have people regurgitate shit that they're still saying Russia, 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 even it's been debunked. People still talk about the P tape. They talk about the P tape still. I, I, I like I say, I want to see the P tape. I want to see you have President Trump pissing on a girl. I want to see him pissing on a girl at this point. You oh, yeah. get over oh, it, yeah. man. I've been listening huge, to you talk huge. about the P tape for like Five years now. No, but what I'm, I'm saying is, it. It right, exist, but what I'm saying is, people still believe these hoaxes. Mm-hmm. Fucking, what's his face? Howard Stern is sitting there crying about how he got COVID, following all the rules. I've been boosted. I wear a mask everywhere. The only place I went was to like my mother's house, and she wears a mask. She follows the rules. How did I get it? All these people. I'm like, dude, you got it from the birds. Up in the head. It's a, it's Before, a bird. It, fucking the birds carry it. This is why. Oh my god, we talked about this just, shit. They, they don't want to believe anything. They, they don't want to read it. Oh my god, all this crap. I mean, it, everything, every single thing that we've talked about on this show from a conservative standpoint. I don't even look at it from a conservative standpoint. I look at it as it's been common sense. When we talked about the virus, and we're like, oh hey, guess what? The next thing is they're gonna do force jab. Oh, they're never gonna do that. Oh, guess what? You want a job? You need a fucking jab. You know. No job, you know, jab, no job. Oh, that sounds like forced vaccination, you know? Oh, the next thing. Oh, people are going to get myocarditis and probably drop down dead based on what we're seeing. Oh, guess what? Oh, all these memos are coming out. Oh, guess what? The vaccine causes myocarditis and heart attacks. Our posts, whenever we post about anything about COVID and possibility of being a China virus. And deleted. Deleted, not censored. Deleted. Uh, You know, even Uh. like Facebook, Facebook was doing it. It was like they were suppressing it. But Instagram was outright deleting it. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. So, and, and TikTok was not only deleting it, but sending me warnings. You, one more and yeah. you're going to get And I'm like, oh, God. Okay. I want to get into the bullet points of this, of this article because I think it's important. Again, if you haven't r- read this article, it just came out what, a couple of days ago or today. And again, it's, it's the Washington Post. The title of it is doing your own research is a good way to ending up being wrong. Okay, so I did bullet points on this. Okay, so one of the things that they mentioned, right, as to why doing your own uh, own research could lead you the wrong path. One of the things that they said was that there's too much information or an abundance of information out in the internets, in the interwebs, that you could be exposed to a lot of lies, right? Some of it could be helpful and some of it could be destructive. And so this is why, again, we're going to lead into the relying on the experts, okay? And this is what this article talks about is we have to have a certain level of trust in the experts. Okay. And is, okay. So I'm going to read this one. Doing one's uh, own research can often lead to more confusion and misinformation. Again, this is a quote from the article, especially when it comes to technical and complex issues like climate change and vaccine efficiency. Oh, efficacy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so again, see, and I, the, the way I can tell, that this is written by a liberal was just those two points, right? He, he could have said anything like just any random thing, but the fact that he leads, goes into, I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Again, I, the points yeah. that the article made. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, you want to say something? Well, and so I, 
to to that point, I mean, I believe that, right? Because if you go out on the internet, you're going to find 7,000 articles that say the earth is flat and you're going to find, you know, 20,000 articles that say the earth is round, right? It's just like both of, both of those right. pieces of information are out there. They're both presented in the same fashion as being true, right? I mean, one website looks exactly the same as the other website. You know, they both look professional. They're both advertising. They're both everything, right? And so there, there is confusion out there. It is confusing. If you were to go out and look something up, you can find information that goes both ways. And it's like, well, which one is it? Is the earth round or is it flat? Well, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to touch that to the point that you made, Jeremy, here. Um, but it leads into this next point that I, that I wrote down here. So it's, it's, they claim it's important to be aware. This is what they said. It's important to be aware of the sources of information and their credibility. Now I would have respected this article more if it would have given at least some far left, uh, uh, some of these far left organizations. Now it only criticized conservative news outlets like uh, what was it? Infowars, uh, One America News. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Daily Wire. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like they mentioned, basically conservative organizations saying, "Hey, these these people are giving you misinformation or disinformation," and therefore, yeah, that's that's wrong. That's right, biased. Right. It's not exactly. Yeah. So, don't Jeremy, trust. what? Look, and you bring up a good point, and I don't want to deviate from the conversation, but this, I was having this conversation. And this is actually funny, but. And it, it, it basically went like this today. And, and I saw actually what's his name. Um, what was his name? Ah, God, the astronomer, um, scientist, Carl Sagan, Carl Sagan had an episode on this one. He, he, he did with the pencil. Remember he's like the, the complexity of the pencil. People think, Oh, it's such a simple thing, you know, lead, whatever, everything that it takes oh. to the graphite and whatever, or, or the wood. And, but the, to make this, uh, pencil, uh, requires the effort of many different countries, many different people from yeah, large time diverse uh, backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and just, and the knowledge. So the, so the company that makes the graphite does not know how, anything about, uh, you know, how to, how to uh, work with wood paint. or paint or, you know, make the rubber for the eraser or the freaking aluminum or whatever for the, you know, to, to hold it together. And it's like, and, 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 What's happening today, and I think AI is going to, again, I'm not going to get into this, but again, th there is information and knowledge is right now siloed, right? To the point that he made, Carl Sagan, was the complexity of the pencil. And this is just a fucking pencil, dude. Not one person can, think make, plane. That, can, can make that. Exactly. And so to bring it back to this whole idea of doing your own research and blah, 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 it's like, well, why do you news media you're not the experts at everything really you're not and so why do you mr guy who wrote the fucking article why do you get to decide what is uh, accurate information you don't and guess what a lot of these people have they don't have degrees in science they don't they have degrees in journalism and so what and so that's why for a long time be, being unbiased in presenting both cases used to be the norm but now it isn't. Now it's less suppressive to, to what's her name? Um, uh, Maddow or Madcow. She was like, I can't even, we don't even want to show his speech because we need to, 
first see what what he has to say because he could tell you guys. Yeah, we have to fact check it. What what a fucking what disrespect! Like anybody who listens to her and he's like, how do you not get offended by how she's telling you that you're a fucking idiot and that you can't decide it right? You can't decide for yourself. You got to look at the information. So again, to to kind of package it together, I understand that information is siloed and and this and that, but if we can say that not one person owns the, the entire knowledge then why does you news media? Why do you get to decide? No, let me go and do my own research. In fact, we should be encouraging, go do your own research and learn as much as you can about anything that you want to understand better so you can make a better decision about it. And don't, and again, COVID solidified this for me because all these fucking experts were telling me to stay home by myself, go into depression. Not only that, these experts were telling me that I couldn't go see my mother in the hospital when she was crying to see one of her children in there. This was evil. So uh, uh, Heidi, again, the article, it just blew mm-hmm. my blood because um, this is how they think. They want us to be uh, uh, just subject to them, to their, no, to their information. And they get to, no, you don't get to do that. Sorry. That's why, I, that's why when I sent it to you, to you guys, I was like, what the fuck? I, I mean, I was sitting at work and I happened to open my Microsoft Edge and it's, you know, how it comes up with the articles all on the screen that, on edge. Yeah. And I saw it and then it like flashed by and I go, did I just read that right? And I went back and like backed the articles up because I was like, there's no way I saw that right. So I like backed the articles up and and read the title. I'm like, this has got to be a joke. And then I saw that it was Washington Post. And I'm like, oh my, no, they're like, they mean this. This is, yeah. I really think this is, you know, what, like I said, once I saw who it was from. So then I had to, I opened it on my phone. And um, I opened it on my phone so that I could, to your point, read a little bit more of it, but also to send you guys the clip and go, uh, like, holy crap, holy crap. What? We are in so much trouble in this world. Oh, my God. I do, the New York Times had an article out, like, around the same time as that, uh, that last, I think, late, like, late last week or early last week. This was, said, just, on, this was just on uh, Monday. Right. So, th- last week, New York Times had an article out saying, Voting is a threat to democracy. I'm like, huh? Who said huh? that? The New York Times, because they uh, realized that Trump's leading in the polls and everything is going yeah. against him. So now voting is a is bad for democracy. And I'm like, oh Jesus, right? Because they're like, oh the mi- the misinformation. Voters aren't informed. They believe that COVID is killing. You know, is made up. The vaccines, climate change. Now, ironically, when you start thinking about, you know, if you believe the news about climate change, right, this is why they don't want you doing information, uh, researching, right? Because you remember that, you know, uh, over the summer, New York and all those crazy, you know, with the fire, wildfires in Canada that were causing all the smoke in New York City and everything. Mm-hmm. And people were like, somebody probably started a fire. No, 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 you climate deniers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what came out today? Yeah, the guy, somebody got arrested for starting that fire. Okay. But Tim, see, see, this is what they do. I'll do it with my information. Th- this I'll is the way climate change is real. that they do. This is what they do. Because anybody who would have said that would have been, if you would have posted that on Instagram, Facebook, oh, yeah. any, any other, other uh, outside of X, you would, have, you would have been tagged with uh, some advisory said, well, the experts, right? And again, this is, I'm going to bring him back to this. Because to your point, I think that their goal is to suspend, uh, you know, voting because no, we got. We have to re- rely on the experts, guys. We have to rely on the people who have the information because if the scientists 
are the arbiters of truth as it relates to how many times have they been fucking wrong? Like, even if you look at us, I, I, I watched the movie Oppenheimer uh, fairly recently and I watched it again. Uh, somebody was reacting to it. Just remind me of this. And, and there's a, there's a conversation. I don't know if you guys have seen it, no spoilers, but I mean, obviously this is history. Dude, who gives a shit? He dropped there, there's a, a, there's a conversation uh, between um, Oppenheimer and Einstein, right? Now, the question was, why didn't, why didn't Oppenheimer, who, who was leading the Manhattan Project to create the bomb, why didn't he include, why didn't he bring in uh, Einstein? Well, because there was, there was some uh, disagreements there. See, Einstein didn't like the, the idea of a, a microscopic world or a, at, at an atomic level world that didn't, that didn't, wasn't subject to the rules of nature as we understand them, right? He was like, oh, we're, this is probability. This is the world of probability, right? And so, that, again, you have a prominent scientist who discovered that energy equals mass equals the right, that when the universe was created, all of this was created. So you have a guy like that, and yet he only reached a certain level. He was an expert. But yet you have an Oppenheimer who didn't agree with him. And who came and said, hey, guess what? The, the, the math proves it. And look, we just created something that, again, solidifies what we believe. And somebody else is going to come along that's going to unite the, the, the physical world that, the, the, that we see here and the atomic world that abides by different laws. And so then that person, right? And so when, when somebody says, well, no, we have to rely on the experts. Well, fuck this shit. Because if we would have relied on Einstein... The progress of science would have stopped. It would have. Yeah. It would have. And so this is why, again, we cannot rely on people who say, well, no, you got to trust the experts. I got to filter out for you. Fuck you. You are, 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 you is what kills knowledge. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, scientists have a purpose, right? Because you need them to develop things and to research and, you know, but for them to then say, you, you need to do this, we're forcing you to do that. Nah, that's where I get a problem, right? Because you, I, I I said this at work the other day, and I, you know, the jab. I was like, I'd rather tell people to go do heroin. You got more success rate of surviving oh heroin than you do the jab. Say that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, gonna I'm delete like, wait, that. But, but no, but no, but I'm like, this is no, but but meaning, yeah, but it was no, I, I know from the saying. mindset of this is something brand new that you don't even know that's around, and you ran to go get this because they told you. But meanwhile. If so, if you see something, you should, oh, that's bad. Like, week. like more people would look at heroin and say, "I would never put that poison in my body because I know it's bad, right?" Because we were told it's bad, right? And you see the effects, right? Even though it's probably a really good high, but you get addicted to it and everything else. But then the same people tell you, "Put this shit, this poison, into your body because I, I'm Dr. Fauci and I proved this message and I'm a prominent scientist and everybody gives me my accolades and every news station says to do it." So if everybody says to do it and me and you say, don't do it, we're wrong because we're not experts, but I feel like, you know what? It'd be doing a podcast for the last five years. I'm more of an expert than half these fucking journalists. Tim. That's ask, what I say. I'm an let, expert too. Shit. Ask a question, I'm an expert Tim. in bullshit. So, so what, what were the, what were the conspiracy theories or the misinformation, disinformation about COVID that a lot of people got censored on, right? And, and I'm not even talking about the, uh, you know, different methods that people were saying that you could use 
right? Um, Ivermectin. Right. I'm, I'm talking about what they said that uh, the, this medicine, uh, well, well, well the, 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 the conspiracies and how they said that the, these conspiracies, oh, no, no. What were, what were some of this, right? Some of the conspiracy theories of if you took the vaccine, this was going to happen to you. So people, a lot of people were saying that you were going to get what blood clots and I don't know what, what there was a, a list of and blood shit. clots, myocarditis. Right. Uh, it was going to screw now, up women's periods. It was going to mess up okay. birth, all that. I, I was talking to a friend of mine. Okay. Female. At the, at Sansi's here where you, you guys come. And I was, you know, we, we, and she's telling me, oh my God, you know, I'm, and I, and I, I just, I know where I asked her. I'm like, did you get the COVID shot? Because I was curious. I, this, I, I wasn't even assuming. I was like, did you get the COVID shot? And she's like, why? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> I'm like, where'd you get it? Where did you get it? And because she was telling me about, you know, like issues that she's having and she's going to go to the doctor, all this stuff. And I'm like, and she's, expl- expl- she's just telling me the shit that she's had to go through. And I'm like, I, look, I'm telling you right now, like I, I, I'm looking online, doing all this. And I'm, I see that everything that you're describing is what people are complaining that just got the shot. And you, you know, it's like, it, oh, and she's like, oh, I, well, you know, cause she's one of those people that, oh, she's got, got to get the next one and got to get the next one. It's like, ah, dude, like you should Kabusha. understand, you should understand. No. And I'm, I'm not just talking about like, uh, the COVID shots. I'm talking about like the flu shots and all this shit. I'm like, yeah. to this point, I'm like, fuck this, bro. I don't even trust them on that. It's like, she I've, young? Never ha- I've never had a flu shot in my um, life. Um, relatively young, uh, over 30 at least. Mm. I, I'll tell you this. I've. Never had the flu shot. And you know how many times I've probably had the flu? Maybe like maybe three or four. But at that point, I always get bronchitis and all that shit. So it's like I get sick at one time. So I, I, but I've never had, I don't think I've ever had the real flu. I don't understand. Do you guys remember? I don't know if they still do that at at where we used to work, Jeremy, but remember how they used to have like a bus that would show up for for flu shots and shit. I'm like, why the obsession with the fucking flu? It's like, if this is supposed to be like, I I don't remember going into like going into giving, you know, or like not giving, but like having shots or shit like that. Do do you remember that Jeremy? Like I grew up with blood drives. Blood drives. No, I remember there was a year or or a few like that where like they were encouraging us to go get, but this was before COVID. It's like, I never remember flu shots or vaccines or anything like that. I do remember the blood bus. People would maybe it was you know, a blood bus. I'm confusing blood, it. The United right. Blood Bank there would show up with their little RV, and people would go in, and you know they would take two or three people at a time. You might be I, right. But I, yeah, but I, I also think, remember being pushed to get the flu shot. Like I remember, I like it was, they a, it was had a, a flu. I thought one year they had a thing for the flu. I think they did. I think it was when uh, uh, whatever the whatever happened sure. in 2010, 2011, that outbreak. Oh, that came out. the um, that was what was that? The swine flu. I yeah, think I think swine when swine flu? flu came out, like yeah. like 2013, they started pushing everyone. Oh, go get your flu shot. Go get your flu shot. We pay for it. It's free. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so see, I, I know. I know. I, I remember. They would send emails about it. I don't think they ever had somebody come give them to you. Everybody's like telling me, go go get it. And I'm like, no, I'm like, okay. dude, like for me, uh. Something if I if I get a shot for something that's gonna make me immune to it, why do I have to take it every year? If obviously it doesn't fucking work. It's not. It doesn't. Yeah. It's no. It's not for you. I, it's it's not for, never, it's not for it's not for me. It's for whoever I'm gonna give it to. No, 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 no. no. I've never heard of the flu shot being an immune and a. I've never heard of being it used as an immunization. It, it it it's supposed. It is supposed to help combat the flu or whatever. Well, you know I, how, like, okay. I, everybody I know. I, I, <laughs> Just like the yeah. COVID shot. Everybody I know that took the shot, 
got the flu or COVID right after they got the shit. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Problem? yeah. So, See, the, we, and, yeah. Go ahead. I, I've been getting the flu shot. It's, it's for the military, right? We were we were a military family, and so the flu shot was something that we got every every year um, in like September, September, October mm-hmm. timeframe. Yeah, because so that's I the federal up, government, don't you? I, I grew up getting, well, I was a child. It wasn't forced on us as a child. It was, um, yeah, we, parents were, my home. parents, she was. my parents were getting it and they're like, well, they, we got it because what, well, and this yeah. is, this is our personal experience as a family. What my, what we have noticed with the, getting the flu shot is we don't get the same kind of sick. Um, if I, if we get the flu shot, we haven't noticed getting the same kind of sick. And I can say throughout my whole life, I, I can tell you how many times where I was like really, really sick and I either did not have my flu shot and it could just be that my body needs that now because I've been doing it for 40 plus years, right? Um, this year, I we got our flu shots. The kids and I got our flu shots like always. And um, I, I was the sickest I have ever been Two weeks, I want to say, two or three. They might have given you the jab instead. after I got the flu shot. I, they gave you the fucking was, COVID shot. I, um, oh my god, you guys, I was so sick. I was, I mean, it, it took me. I was sick for a what? week. The second week, I couldn't function a full day. I was only working like a half a day, taking naps, resting still. The third week, I was doing a little bit better, and I was finally getting back on my feet. But it was the end of the third week where I was like, okay, I. I'm not going to die. I mean, I, I know that sounds, but this is the first year ever where I've gotten my flu shot and I've had this problem again, 45 years of getting the flu shot. But I, every time before I, if I got like a cold, it was like a cold, but I'm not sick, sick, sick like this time. Um, by the way, this time it wasn't the flu either. I wasn't sick with the flu. I, um, cause I didn't have those, none of those symptoms, but, um, the flu evolved. No, I, I, um, yeah, whatever it was, it was definitely some sort of immune. I didn't go get tested. I didn't do it. Like it's a virus, dude. dude I, was, I had a virus that turned into an infection. So, um, somebody said it was probably COVID because it did turn into an infection. I did need antibiotics to help. And I, I wouldn't even go to the hospital. I told Jeremy, I said, I'm scared. They'll hospitalize me. I, we paid to have IV fluids brought to the house. Mobile fluids brought to me in the house. Why didn't you call me? I would have given you ivermectin. I still no, got no, a no, shit no. ton of video. No, I needed, I was dehydrated. I needed, oh, yeah, that, I needed that point, fluids. Yeah. yeah, I needed fluids. But, um, uh, so, so I understand everybody gets a different reaction to things and whatever. And just for us and our family, the flu shot has. What I'll say is this, Heidi. Years. This is what I'll say. Maybe at a certain, po- a certain point in time, um, like everything, like everything else that happens when money's yeah. involved. When grants are involved, when you were not going to fund your research unless you, uh, you know, uh, toe the line. Um, I, I think this is where the medical field is, where the scientific field is at today, is that yeah. there's too much influence from people who have agendas. Right. And, and that's why I don't trust it anymore. And to anybody who's still getting the flu shot, I, I don't don't trust this shit, man. Uh, look, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not quote unquote an expert. So this is not medical advice. Yeah, you are. Right. You're an expert. Just I'm like not, the Washington I'm Post not, people I'm are. I'm not an expert. But my gut tells me that the science and the medicine that we grew up with is not the medicines of today. It's been corrupted. Like everything else in society, it hmm. is corrupted. 
and people are going to sell you something to get you sick so that they could freaking again, not it. I don't hold me on this FBI. I know you're listening. Um, he's an expert, but I, I, I'm just giving my gut feeling on this is that I don't well, trust these people. I will people. say after they, this they, year and how sick I was, I do question if it had something to do with if, if the flu shot is not what the flu look, shot used to be. I, and Heidi, I get, yeah. I get into this, I go into these and look, I, I try to keep a level head because I, you know, I'm not a flat earth or anything like that, but I always think about, well, let's think about how far advanced the federal government, the scientists were before the rest of the world caught on, right? Before the rest yeah. of the country caught on 20 years, probably ahead is what we would say. Probably, uh, you know, there's conversations about nanobots. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you control a population of people? And what we already know is that elites have control of our economic system. They do, they do, mm -hmm. they control. And so you think that they're not going to even consider this and that if there's an opportunity, again, I don't have any freaking substantial evidence for this, but if, if you were to just think logically here, guys, how, yeah. how, how far advanced do you think the science is and how much could they do? Because there's been, we, we even talked about, this is one of the first episodes that we have was gene modification and, and what, uh, crypt, what was that? CRISPR-9. CRISPR-9. CRISPR we had a fucking whole episode about this, about how they fucking modify. Now, this was what, four or five years ago. Okay. So. It's evolved. Since <laughs> dude, it, it's evolved. And, and <clears throat> if our government's not doing it, you know, damn well, other governments are doing it. And the movie Oppenheimer proved this is that our government knowing damn well of the dangers that could happen if we don't get ahead of it they will have it the enemy will have it and so if our government who is using it knows how to use it and they've been corrupted can you imagine if they're doing it on their own citizens and so again i like i said look you do what you want ask, ask the experts but then ask other people and mm -hmm. ask your common sense and sit and think if do other aspects research. if other aspects of society have been corrupted what makes you think that the medical field and the science field have not been corrupted either? It's been proven. It's been proven that it's corrupted. Look at look at all these industries right now. <clears throat> Why look at what everybody's forcing? All this DEI, ESG bullshit, right? Okay, you got planes exploding in midair, fucking doors just poof. Why? Oh, and then you go look at all their DEI bull. Oh, we gotta have the most diverse fucking. See, uh, one of them, I think one of the government agencies, the FAA is like, oh yeah, we're going to have people that are crazy, that are dwarfs and all this shit. I was like, oh, you know, Saul, you can get a job. But, you know, but they Dwarfism or the crazy, which I, I would, I, but hold uh, on. Dwarfism or crazy. I might go back to Arizona. But, but, but like no bullshit. They specifically called that. We are hiring people at the FAA with is like with, with psychiatric fucking problems. Dude, you're it landing is, fucking who was it planes. I was talking, who was it I was talking about? Or was it us talking about how they had a plane crash or they had something happen and the got the pilot was D D E I? I I mean Alaska Alaska Air had the, the side of the plane block. But then that, John Hopkins like over the week. No, no, no. This was it was I believe it was, it was landing. United yeah. Airlines. They the yeah, the the pilot or co-pilot, I forget which one was did such a bad job landing they couldn't use the plane again yeah, yeah. he destroyed the plane when he landed and come and, to find out he was a, he was a dei whatever hire right because the united came out and said we're gonna hire 50 percent minority oh, he's a drag blah, 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 blah. did you know that it was it was whatever it doesn't matter 
But basically, after after the thing, they did a little uh, you know investigation. Come to find out, he he didn't pass his flight exams, but they hired him anyways because they needed to meet their arbitrary criteria that they just pulled out of their ass. So do not fly United. Unless oh, I, I, I never flew United in my life, and I refuse to fly. Yeah, I, I will pay but, more money but, but never to fly. They're United. all like this. They're all like this. I know. Right, I, right. I, I saw a TikTok yeah. video of of uh, the the I forget what division of safety or whatever for American Airlines. All oh. of them are, are 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 diverse. All of them. There's not one white person, and like the majority of them are women. And it's like, uh, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like uh, this is this is it. see, there, there's something something happened. Okay, during COVID, people left. People left. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to retire from this shit. You know, a, a lot of good people are leaving. They're like, oh, fuck this shit. Like, you know, this all DI crap. And so people who have had years of experience are leaving. Okay. And who's taking it? DI people who don't have, who need the people who've been there for years to kind of bring them under the wing. But no, now they're learning at the seat of their pants, literally. And, and we, we, our lives at our risk. And and this is proving it to Tim's point that the, all, all these uh, uh, th- that plane I, I saw that it came it was revealed that there was a DI hire and who was re- who was exposing this I, I forgot what her name was um uh, she was on Twitter posting this all, all everywhere mm-hmm. she found out and it was like wow dude wow it's 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 crazy anyways guys we need to close this out but well, there's Go ahead, one Tim. more there's one quick thing right as we're talking DI and, and misinformation and source of truth okay over the weekend John Hopkins. Chief uh, Officer of Diversity, Inclusion, and Health Equity sends out a Happy New Year communication. Wait, pause. It not- what the fuck is health equity? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, so this terms, is where bro. you know. Okay, so because this is the term, you know, as we're talking about health and misinformation, Mental these are the people that control, right? Let me read this. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to the 20 January 2024 issue of the month. Diversity Digest. We're excited to kick off this month with two events in celebration of MLK. We look forward to the 42nd annual MLK uh, commemoration on January 12th. This year, we'll be in a new location, Chevy Chase Auditorium, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, We look forward to working with you this year, blah, 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 to achieve equity and inclusion goals. Okay. Now, part of the digest. Diversity word of the month. Privilege. Privilege is a set of unearned benefits given to people who are in a specific social group. Privilege operates on personal, interpersonal, cultural, and institutional levels, and it provides advantage and favors to members of dominant groups at the expense of members of other groups. In the United States, privilege is granted to people who have membership in one or more of these social identity groups. First one, white people, able-bodied people, heterosexuals, Cisgender people, males, Christians, middle or owning class people, middle-aged people, English-speaking people. Then it goes on, privilege is characteristically invisible to people who have it. People in dominant groups often believe they have earned the privilege they enjoy or that someone could have access to these privileges if only they work to earn them. Okay? In fact, privileges are unearned and granted to people in the dominant group, whether they want to choose those privileges or not, and regardless of their stated intent. That is who is in charge of medical, my friends. She sent this out by mistake to the wrong to everybody. So everybody got to see this instead of just a little <laughs> leaders. 
Okay, this is the people running the fucking one of the top medical schools in the fucking Done. country, and 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 that's why I don't trust them because because trust the scientists because because the doctors commies. they don't know anymore, guys. All they do is regurgitate what they're given from the top. They don't know. They're just prescribing yeah. shit that yeah. they was given to them. But uh, some I don't trust it anymore. So I'm nope. gonna share one last video and then we'll close it out. Uh, how we fight back. This is how you answer these people. <laughs> I love it. I know where you're going because the the, the uh, I, 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 again, and I'll say this nugget here that it was just recently found out that the FBI has finally admitted that they've been uh, or the Department of Justice has been spying on people on their uh, on what they're uh, based on what they've said, texts that they've said, or uh, transactions that they make based on words that they've used like MAGA and uh, Jeremy's pe people who fought, who fought, oh, I'm sorry, people who have bought Bibles anyways. So they're targeting Guns. us. Now, let me, mm -hmm. let me play this video. And this is how you tell these people to fuck off. I love this. I love this. Now, before I play this, uh, what's this guy's name? Tim, I forget his name. He's Sean Strickland. He he, he, no, he, well, the, he's a, the UFC fights in UFC Canada fighter, this, yeah. this weekend, but he, yeah. this is a, uh, light, it's either middleweight or light heavyweight champion, Sean Strickland. Yeah. And, and this guy's grown to prominence because just uh, the wins he's having and he's just the fame he's enjoying, but he's good. Yeah. Now, because he's good, he's vocal, right? And because the UFC up to this point is not censoring people from saying what they want to say, he has the liberty to do this. And so he's being interviewed by a Canadian news reporter who objects to his, uh, words or statements that he've said. And so he's being confronted they're in by this, Canada for the fight. Yeah. They're in Toronto for the fight. Yeah. And so he's being interviewed by a liberal uh, news reporter and here's how he responds to him. I've had great interaction with fans pretty much all the time. Um, I did want to ask, you know, you're in Toronto. Welcome. Glad to hear it. it's been great. Are you Canadian? Uh, of course I am. Are you part of the fucking opposition? Are uh, you, uh, I don't know how to phrase that. You, I mean, you got to like fucking, ah, yeah. well, I did want to ask, you did know, you vote for Trudeau? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say. And, and let me tell you something right now. If a man says he's not gonna say, like, if you ask a motherfucker, did you vote for Biden? He's like, well, I'm not gonna say. That's none of your business. He voted for fucking Biden. Sean, so, I'm, hey, Sean, I'm glad you had great experiences. So this is are, this but, is what I'm talking about, you guys. The enemy, the enemy of Canada. Sure, sure, All right, that's what it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. Okay, okay. Let me interject here. What the fuck does that have to do anything with a fight? None. Nothing. None. Nothing. And None. so this is why, again, all right, let me continue. Oh, you said if I had a gay son, I would think I Oh, look, another, another, I'm saying the swamp, you guys, the swamp. Let me ask you something. Are you, are you, are you gay? No, are you, let me know. Are you gay? Can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking, this is a part of are you, are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. Ally. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay. You'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid. No problem with it. Oh man. Well, dude, you're a weak. Okay, he makes a great point here. If like if you're if you want to be a grandfather and your your only son is gay, like you're never going to be a grandfather. I'm sorry, right? But he has a point, and 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 human the human existence is to procreate. No matter how many people, how many people want to well, deny that's it. That's not true. Gay okay. men adopt all the time. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I was here. just thinking. I was just thinking. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, there's like eight God. billion unwanted girls in China that you can adopt. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> all right, let me let me continue playing this guy because I like how he responds to them. <laughs> fucking man dude you're like you're part of the fucking problem you elected justin trudeau like 
with you fucking when he sees the bank accounts like you're just fucking pathetic and and the fact that the fact that you have no fucking backbone and and has he shut down your fucking country and seized bank accounts? You ask me some stupid shit like that. Go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on, man. I like really answer the question, but I did want to ask also. I love you it. Said about I love the trans it. community. You said uh, this past October when they the announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like that. This Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a, what, a mental fucking illness. And now all of a sudden, people like you have fucking weaseled your way in the world. You are, you are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. <laughs> Everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you. Preach. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not yes. buying your fucking bullshit you're fucking peddling. The world is not saying, you know what? You're right. Fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fuck in school. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there asking these stupid fucking questions. Sorry, I'm, I, I told the UFC I was being nice. Great shirt, by the way. All right, so I'll leave it there. A woman now, in every kitchen and a gun in every man's hand. Yeah, I love it. That's his T-shirt. It's awesome. Now, I, I want to say this. Too. Look, I mean, let me put this put it this way, because he made a valid point. He made it a, a little bit colorful and flavorful, uh, but I, I love it. He, his points are very valid. We, we've we created a generation of fucking weak ass men. Weak, weak. And, and you know what's crazy is we've had these conversations in in previous episodes is like, Women are, you know, all these guys who think, oh, I'm going to be sensitive. Guy. Women don't respect that shit. So even, even that is co counterproductive for, for men who are, well, oh, I'm going to be extra. Women don't, women will never respect you. That's why they always pick the bad boy. Always. Except for Jeremy. He's a good guy. Um, <laughs> but you what I'm trying to get at is, is, is he makes a valid, valid point here and he calls him out. And so this is why. I love it. And this is the attitude that we should all have towards this fucking pervasive parasitic mentality. It is. It's a fucking parasite that's going to take over you. And if we don't squash it and quell it and fucking kill it, our society, we're doomed. We're doomed. And I love guys like this who are out there fucking. This guy has, what, what are those called? Cabbage ears? What are the, what are the fucking, this guy's a fucking cauliflower, cauliflower ears. How do you ears. stop a bully? Ended with this. Yeah. How do you stop a bully? Punch him in the face. You stand up to the bully and you punch that bully in the nose and he'll stop. That's how you win. If you fight back and it, no, I'm not, anyway, we, you got to fight back. Yeah. And well, this is why they hate us and they hate Trump and everybody. Love him. I hate him. The guy fights. He threw yeah, I love him. You I hit him with a right. He counters him with a left I and he calls it. you out whether you, and that's why they can't stand them. Even the people, the critics on the right, they can't stand them. They cannot stand him. Okay. He's not a Republican. <clears throat> he, he's a fucking populist. That runs on a conservative ticket. And we need it. That's all he is. We need it. We need him. And, and, and yeah. uh, he's a fucking bull, um, a, a bull in a china shop that needs Fuck. to be wrecked. Period. All right. <laughs> We're going to leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us in another episode of The Salty Show. Uh, find us on some of the social media platforms. Give us a follow. Hit the like button and share some of the content. And we will catch you all next time. Bye.
Guten Tag. See ya. Punch him in the nose. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dolphy Show dot com. <laughs> <laughs>